0: Moncrief with Anna Glaze on News Talk. I have something really good to do. I've got a great guest for you to talk to now. Just over a quarter of a century ago, my guest was camping by Lock Key in County Roscommon when he saw something that would stick with him for decades. Was it a UFO or was, was what it, it was? Or, or if it was, what does that mean? If it was in fact a UFO, what does it mean for our understanding of Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Barry Brown joins me now. Good afternoon, Barry.
1: Good afternoon to you. I hope you're well.
0: I am well. Take us back to that night 26 years ago and tell tell us exactly who was with you and what you saw.
1: I will do. Uh, it was myself, my friend Mark and my friend Michelle. And we were down staying in Common, down beside Oakport Forest. Um and that evening, that Saturday evening, we decided to go and explore I think it was a castle beside Lock Key somewhere over there. So we, we walked over towards that over towards it, viewed it for half an hour, and then as it was getting dark we decided to walk back to where, where where we were staying. And on the way back we noticed an object in the sky. Um all I think my, my friend Mark seen it first, and then all three of us seen it. We were all quite shocked. Um what I seen was it appeared to be like two large whiteboards. Um, it seemed to go in one direction, stop abruptly and then change complete direction and then change direction again, like a Z, a Z shape nearly. Um, I also then, we had a pair of binoculars with us. So we looked at a three binoculars as well. I'm still seeing the same thing, three binoculars. And we walked around the corner a bit uh, and looked at, it, still watching it. And we felt it was watching us too. And we started to get a bit afraid then because we were, it was getting dark and we were in the middle of a, a dark forest. Um, so we made our, we made our way, made our way home again then, um, yeah, yeah, very. So, even, even though I was thinking about it, me, me hair was standing <laughs> well, <laughs> talking let, about it,
0: even. Let me pull you there, Barry, because obviously you're used to people being skeptical of this account that you're giving. You were a 21 year old young fella at the time. Yes. Uh, and we all have things that we saw when we were younger that we really stick in your memory. Yes. Now, is that the case for you? Is this just one of those things where you're. Just like yeah, the three of you always reminisce on what the hell was that, and how many people have you told over the years that have just rolled their eyes and go on, Barry, you must have been half cut at the time.
1: Um, Most people have said to uh, maybe it's the people I hang about with. But most people have been quite accepting, and even since there's been a bit of press recently on this, Mm. even since that, the amount of people who who come up to me who don't really know and have said they've seen seen the story and they start telling me their their own story about themselves or a family member. About something they've seen as well, and um, even over the years from that first happened, um, an awful lot of people have said, "Oh, I know so and so," and they give me a story of, of affairs of an unidentified playing object, and they're all all similar sort of stories, mm. um, and they're all all, all all fully believe what they have saying. They're not saying it was aliens or not on the cat, but definitely something that wasn't normal that was doing strange things in the sky. Hence the term unidentified.
0: So um, so you obviously look we know the accounts we hear them so many yes. times like it is yes. it's it It's called a phenomenon for a reason like it's a recurring oh, yeah. event across the globe that people have similar experiences to the one that you Michelle and Mark experienced but what is your plan now and what has kind of reinstilled a belief in you that you can get to the bottom of this or figure something out about this?
1: <laughs> Well, we have been down at Ross uh, a lot of times since then, uh, over the years. I've even took a friend of mine from Belfast. and once I mentioned to him the UFO story and told him about UFO, then uh, Ross Common been a hotspot. He wanted to go camping straight away, so we brought him down. Uh, obviously, we didn't encounter any UFOs, but I think even the, the expectation of seeing something was, was quite good, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 a strange thing. Um, and I say when when you start talking to people, you'll find in the radio show people will tell you their own stories. Maybe a lot of people are afraid to say that they see strange things because how do you relay that you've seen something that you don't know what it was? Do you know what I mean? It's not, sure. it's not tangible. Yeah. you say I've seen a red car and you've seen a red car. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's well, a little it, identified angle, I think. It's also
0: the, the existence of mobile phones with cameras on them. They say yeah. mobile phones yeah. with cameras on them made UFOs disappear and police brutality appear Uh, (laughs) it's a case of being able to shoot really good footage that explained away an awful lot of these. And I think a lot of people felt that these sightings went away as the iPhone developed. But we're seeing in the US this week uh, and over the past few months, a much greater level of conversation around it. Have you been following that? And can you catch people up on what exactly has been happening
1: over there? I'm aware of what's going on over there, but I, like, my view in Ireland in like, particular, we, we've had a lot of folklore here, which was like fairies and stuff and, and the little leprechaun sort of idea. Mm. Um, I don't know if all that's tied in with unexplained phenomenon or, or if it was just a lack of, of, of understanding of how the world works. Um, so I don't really know. It so could be a continuation of those old folklore things that people have seen like Willow the You have heard of those sort of stories. It could be a continuation of that, only we're modernising it with unidentified flying objects. Sure, that in the old Korean days we would weather. have
0: explained it away as, as these kind of Celtic myths and legends. You think that it's be- possible that those were other UFO sightings or...
1: Uh, or it's something unidentified. So because they couldn't explain it with science, like same as myself, I would automatically assume that it was an aeroplane if it had a flu following the laws of physics going from A to B in a straight line. But this thing seemed to stop very sharply and change direction and then go in other direction. I'd be interested so to know if people. And unnatural thing that made it yeah. Stand out.
0: Yeah, and I'd be interested to know if people listening to this, as you say, have had these similar experiences. Please do text in, because, as you say, there has to be people listening to this. But on the law of yeah. averages and the numbers of people that do attest to having seen similar things, text in and let us know uh, what yours are to to back Barry up. Uh, like this is. This is going back now a, a long time, Barry, but can you take us back there one more time? Yes. Uh, you, you see this and you just carry on? You, you just carry on walking? Um, or do you we, or do you scarp or do you run? Like, I, I would have been terrified in that situation. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. And our minds, we had that for the first 20 seconds. And our minds, we ultimately thought aliens just stood away. Because we talked, we mentioned the word UFO. And we automatically saw aliens, and the next thing we stopped, there's going to little green men with little ray guns popping around the corner in the middle of the forest, down in North Common. And if you know North Common, it's pretty much just forks. Forks yeah. and hick. there's not much else there.
0: But that was but the, the first was thought that ant- went through your head, that yeah, this is yeah. aliens.
1: intense fear. But then, as we got back to where we were staying, uh, Mark took us to the local wee, uh, wee country pub, I think it might have been the Bogside or something like that it was called. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were playing child music in there, and... We told them our story, and they weren't that shocked. And in fact, they had somebody had already already written written uh, a wee trad song with UFO lyrics about a UFO landed in one of the farmers' felt uh, landed in one of the farmers' barns, and they covered it in hay, and they ended up the guards came looking for the UFO and. Farmer wouldn't tell the guards the UFO was there and they ended up getting the UFO started again with a bit of pot in the fuel thing and flew away. This is a wee tried song. They sang for us well after we told them within us. So yeah, because you lost me there for a, for a second and I
0: wasn't sure if this was another story. I was like, no, no, this, this, this,
1: this is, is the, is the story with contained within the, the song. Yeah, this is the lyrics of the song in the pub that they sang to us after we told them, us expecting them to say, You're mad. So no, says, n- nobody, yeah, went, nobody have,
0: laughed you out of the pub. People said, Actually, now that you mention it, I've got a song about that.
1: Yes, pretty much is what happened.
0: (laughs) Like, you mentioned Roscommon as a UFO hotspot. Do you have, like, you were obviously part of this documentary in 2001 that Colm Stapleton made. And you say that people do come up to you regularly. You run uh, a CBD store yourself and you're the leader of the Drug Law Reform Party in OMA. Do people seek you out with their stories of this or is it just something that customers tend to bring up?
1: Um, Not None of that through the shop or nothing. I have to say, I I have received strange emails from people since the Sunday at the story, Printed Mm. the story, just with people's theories. One of them was about it's all angels and devils and i never really read it too much, but that was one of the series. But yeah, since since I'm sure in the back of this too, I'll probably get people in, in, in contact, um, with their stories. But I'm sure that they do. Sure, many will contact.
0: Now, now prior to the experience, would yeah. you have been, you know, a believer in this kind of thing? Would you have? Yes, um, you would.
1: We we were all quite receptive to it as well. Mm. To be fair, um, the three of us would have been very receptive. If there was a UFO to be seen, we we would have seen it. I can't recall if Mark mentioned that Ross Common was a UFO hotspot, which possibly put the idea in remains minds. Um, and, and I don't recall no. too well. I but I do. To, I do know that it was known as a hotspot.
0: I have to ask the question: Was yes. was there was there drink involved on the on the night itself? Uh, and I don't uh, mean uh, to diminish your story in any yeah, way. i ask one hundred percent. You're one
1: hundred percent. I would guess. I would guess. I probably I don't really drink that much but I probably was smoking cannabis I would guess Okay I would nearly bet money in fact um, but I don't see the relevance um, I, know, I know what a, an hallucination is and <laughs> it wasn't hallucination mm. and you don't see hallucinations through binoculars And you certainly um, don't yeah, share I don't. them Ah uh, yeah you don't go public and share them <laughs> no,
0: no as in the three um, of you wouldn't share yeah,
1: them Yeah 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 uh, I'm saying yeah sorry yeah
0: yeah, Barry, it's an absolutely fascinating story and I wish you the very best of luck with getting to the bottom of it or it's certainly retracing it and going back yeah. to Lock Key. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time, Barry Brown in Roscommon. Really appreciate
1: it. Brilliant, thank you.
0: And Barry isn't on his own on this straight away texts coming in. Um, I, I mean... I wasn't expecting this text. It's 1984, this woman said, this person says, myself and my aunt witnessed a massive craft flying around 500 feet off the ground. It was a structure of many sections which defied the possibility to actually fly. There was no sound of it and the orange streetlights in our tiny village lit up the underbelly of it. Never, ever forgotten it. What I saw, James. And I should say as well, I, I mentioned, I meant to mention this to Barry, that The Senate in the coming days is expected to consider a bipartisan measure that would compel the US government to publicly release records relating to possible UFO sightings after decades of what is basically stonewalling. And last month, we spotted this the US intelligence officer David Charles Gersh went public, claiming that the US had been collecting and even attempting to reverse engineer UFOs for decades. Now, This is not just anyone. This is a US intelligence officer. So, you know, Barry's not going out on a limb here with some of this. There's so many people across the world. But Gersh was reported to have filed a complaint against the the US Department of Defense, alleging a cover up. He told the debrief, a science and tech defense website, that America had in its possession a fully intact craft, as well as segments that were non-human origin. Moncrief, weekdays at
1: 2 p.m.
0: with Anna Glaze on News Talk